everybody. Welcome back to Popcorn for Dinner. This is Jeff. And Kelly. Pranks Gone Wrong Month comes to a close this week with the drop-off that we had so been fearing was going to come it, yeah. after after watching Joyride <laughs> Week 1 and being like, that was a pretty good movie. None of the rest of these are going to be any good. Nope. And it turned out that uh, the other two yeah, were Dees. They were totally Dees. Very watchable movies. 100% Dees. <laughs> something that you could throw on and not be particularly embarrassed <laughs> that you're watching it. Uh, this week does the opposite. This week yeah. does the thing yeah. uh, uh-huh. that I hate so much, which is just being a terrible movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really like the everything. Ev- All it, it's it's so funny too because there is uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, how there is some appreciation for this movie in the like horror community and people who like movies whatever. I <laughs> man, <laughs> I am not in that boat, and I am just like it, it, before we really get into it, just like horror movies in general. Uh, I, I, I love them. I love so many of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have like a soft spot for them that I'm sure a lot of like mainstream audiences probably don't, you know, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I feel no connection with the like legions of people out there who are like, Oh, I don't care if a movie's good or bad. Yeah. You know, or they, yeah. where they're like, if it's horrible, that makes it better. Like the a horror movie is a horror movie, mm-hmm. whether it's done well or a pile of garbage. Yeah, I like all of them, and it's like I don't get why why the horror community specifically seems to have that kind of mindset. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like fans of like historical dramas yeah. are not like the really bad ones are even better yeah. somehow. Like, no, they're like those shitty movies suck. Yeah. <laughs> and then I watch the good ones. <laughs> like, and obviously all of that is subjective, but like when it comes to this fucking movie, man, yeah. it's got nothing. Uh, like it doesn't like the, there's the locations were cool. The locate yeah, the locations looked fine, but they're also fairly derivative. Yeah. Uh well, der- I don't know, man. Well, we'll we'll get into it. <laughs> Just yeah. get this out of the way. Uh the movie that we are talking about for this last week of Pranks Gone Wrong month is the 1981 American slasher film The Burning. A cliche kind of title for a cliche Mm, sort of movie. Very much so. Uh, The kind of thing that feels (laughs) slapped together over a weekend to scam some people out of their money Mm -hmm. to come see it. Oh, people liked it when they did this and this and this. Exactly. Let's just do that. And then money. It's like Friday the 13th, kind of. And it's kind of like this one, but without any. I mean, th- and that's the craziest part, too, is that, like, this feels very much, considering it came out a year after Friday the 13th, a very much like, oh, yeah, summer camp, yeah, make it a summer mm-hmm. camp movie, uh, which in and of itself, uh, Friday the 13th was a, like, total admitted cash grab of, like, Halloween made money, let's make a slasher, mm-hmm. and let's just make it like that. But a little different, so we'll make it at a camp. And then this one was like, we're not even going to have the originality of changing the location. (laughs) This one is also at a camp. Like, dudes. Uh, Like, I I know that there's, I mean, there's a soft spot for everything out there. But I know that there's a, a subset of people who have a soft spot for the 
summer camp slasher you know what i mean like we could have done a month of summer camp slashers too absolutely because there's enough of them uh i just gotta say that this one didn't feel special yeah didn't feel special at all there's a there's a little bit of it i'll tell a story about one of the scenes and the, and the people behind the scene and how how it came to be and all that kind of junk that sounds like it should be special mm-hmm. but when you watch it on the screen if you're not looking at it with like I was 11 and saw this on TV or rented this video once and it scared the daylights out of me. Like if you're just looking at it like you're watching a movie, you're like, that was shit. Yeah. But if you're looking at it with rose colored glasses, you might think it's a little cooler. But (laughs) we'll talk about that a little later. Uh, The plot of the movie, as one would expect, uh, is a former summer camp caretaker horribly burned from a prank gone wrong, very specifically using our our terminology, lurks around an upstate New York summer camp bent on killing the teenagers responsible for his disfigurement. Sort of misleading. Yeah. Because that makes it sound uh, a lot more, I mean, it makes it sound exactly like Friday the 13th, except instead of... (laughs) being disfigured it's letting her son drown but it's just that same concept of like getting revenge mm-hmm. on the, the summer camp kids for the terrible shit that they did in the past yes except those kids aren't in it again one of those kids is in it again yeah and it's a secret from the audience until towards the end of the movie mm-hmm. uh exactly how it is i called it ahead of time but <laughs> you know you don't even know that one of those kids from the opening scene is in the rest of the movie. Yeah. Until towards the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. So it's like, no, he is just going around murdering randomly yeah. because he is now disfigured and a murderer for some reason. Yeah. There's never an explanation given for that. Like, obviously, we could talk about how this Being prank goes angry wrong. And bitter, yeah. I mean, but- <laughs> it's. It's lunacy. This script is garbage. Yes. (laughs) It's so fucking stupid. So many of my notes are questions like, why? Why? How? What? What? (laughs) All all the good ones. (laughs) Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. Like, they start the movie at a summer camp, and these fucking boys are just like, oh, that piece of shit, Cropsy. The caretaker of the place, Mr. Cropsy. I mean, actually, nobody ever calls him Mr. No. They just call him Cropsy the whole time. Like, he's a fucking, like, like he's a farm animal or something. Yeah. What kind of name is Cropsy? I don't know. I definitely heard Grimesy the first time. <laughs> and I was like, Grimesy. All right. So his, like, last name is Grimes. They all call him Grimesy. Whatever. This Fine. is set in Canada. <laughs> you know, it uh, happens. Yeah, no, it is not. Upstate um, New York, it's close. Yeah, you're, you're near there. I did look a little bit into it. Apparently... Cropsy, this legend of the like disfigured prank man, whatever, mm-hmm. is like a real upstate New York urban legend that they then co opted for a movie. So they didn't even write the story of how this madman comes to be. They just wrote the part afterwards where he comes back and just kills people randomly for no reason. I didn't think I could get more disappointed in this movie. Right? There's no there's no art in this. <laughs> <laughs> this is pure Let's commercial just end crap. It here. Yeah, the movie's terrible, and uh, that's it. <laughs> have a have a week. But no, so these these kids want to prank their mean mean old caretaker Cropsy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't really go into it except that they're just like he 
fucking deserves it or whatever. Like, we're going to prank him good. Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, let's see where this goes. Because it just starts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't expect the movie to literally just be like in the dark with these boys getting ready to prank. Mm -hmm. Like, the prank is already in motion when the movie starts. Like, oh, my God. Holy holy shit. This prank's going to go wrong real quick. (laughs) They have something in a box that they don't show you. Mm Mm-hmm. And so they 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 sneak into Cropsey's fucking room is his shack or whatever. The one boy goes in there with the box with whatever, and then he pulls out some matches and lights them, uh-huh. like getting the prank ready. Mm-hmm. And I just wrote down like fire pranks, possibly the only stupider prank than gun pranks, possibly. I mean, <laughs> like being like, oh, we're going to light something on fire, but it's just for pranks. Like, yeah, yeah no, 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 no. It's, it's, it's <laughs> the only one worse is we're going to use this gun just for pranks. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a terrible fucking idea. Uh, so you're like, all right, yeah, here we go. I don't know what they're going to do. Like, are they literally just going to light him on fire and be like, ha ha, you can't put yourself out. Like, oh, my God, you little psychopaths. Mm -hmm. And then when it like finally does get revealed, like what it what it is and Cropsy wakes up because the boys are pounding on the window Mm -hmm. and like howling like wolves (laughs) uh, for some reason. (laughs) I mean, maybe they just got the wolves all riled. I don't know. I don't know. But they they uh, they wake him up and he like pops up, looks at the fucking thing that's in the bed with him now and sees that it is a fucking like rotting skull mm-hmm. like someone's head. Yeah. Where the fuck did these boys get this? Who the fuck knows? That is the strangest part. Because you're like, okay, so they lit something on fire and whatever it is is going to spook them or whatever. Like, are, Is it supposed to be implied that it, this is like a Halloween decoration or something? Because it, it looks like it's supposed to be someone's rotting head. Yeah. With now like candles in its eyes. So there's like little flames in it. Mm-hmm. And it rightfully terrifies Cropsey. Yeah. Because it's, you know, rotting flesh. in his bed uh, that wasn't there when he went to sleep and so you know he freaks out and knocks it over and a fire starts and he lights on fire Mm -hmm. and the boys are like oh no (laughs) oh wait but then Cropsy gets up and knocks over the can of gasoline that was sitting next to his bed yeah to help him get to sleep you take a few big whiffs and then (laughs) you're right to bed Um, I mean no the canister was just open that's why he was sleeping so soundly (laughs) yeah that's why they couldn't fucking wake him up (laughs) Um, yeah I mean it's of course it's because you know he's a he's a a horrible like hermit man who lives in a shack or whatever so he has you know gas and probably like oily rags everywhere and Mm -hmm. (laughs) a bunch of rolls of like uh, nitrate film and stuff all (laughs) over the place too just to make sure uh, and yeah, the whole place fucking lights on fire. He falls out of the out of the shed on fire and like rolls down a hill into a lake. Mm-hmm. And the boys just run away. There were like maybe two or three things in this movie that I didn't hate. And some of it is really just like, well, truthfully, that's more just par for the course than it is doing <laughs> anything special. But like the the fire stunt of the guy coming out of the thing on fire, like, well, that's a real man on fire. Yep. Gotta at least give props to that gentleman yes. for doing that for this fucking movie. Kudos <laughs> to you, sir. Yeah. Uh, I know at, at, at some point I, I, I was reading about it. I forget if they cut a bunch of times. Where they like where they may have done that stunt a few times. At least one of the times when it was done, it was the makeup guy Tom Savini, the famous <laughs> makeup dude who worked on the movie. So it's like that's pretty crazy too that he's putting his shit on the line for that. Like I mean, I guess for like credits, mm-hmm. just to get some credits and get some work or whatever. But like this movie, these special effects, like 
The effects are so cheap and bad. So bad. Uh, I've made several notes about yeah, like how awful they are. Stand out bad, you know, like the blood it, alone, <laughs> way too bright, like yeah. throughout the movie. It's too it was, red. It was distractingly red. Yeah, it was not Ugh. good. <laughs> uh, but either way, uh, you know, Cropsy's on fire. Cropsy's on fire. Rolls down the hill. Rolls down into the lake. Yeah, he's not on fire anymore. <laughs> Five years later, he's still alive. Yeah, he is at a like hospital being watched because obviously, like all of his flesh burned off or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's this crazy scene with a doctor and like uh, an orderly mm-hmm. walking through the hospital as the orderly explains to the doctor what what just happened to Cropsey essentially, so that the audience knows exactly what's going on. Mm-hmm. And he utters such great lines like a fucking Big Mac overdone mm-hmm. that's how he describes how burnt this this man is that is in his care because like really thinking about it it's like yeah okay maybe he was a fucking dick to these kids mm-hmm. but like this is a man who suffered horrible fucking injuries yeah and you're like he's a monster calling him like, a big mac like jesus no wonder he murders people like within you broke earshot. his brain yeah seriously i mean because at the end of the scene the whole like big thing is that like cropsy's horrible burned arm comes out and grabs that intern mm-hmm. and i'm like yeah you know what you kind of deserve it i hope he gives you an indian burn i specifically wrote down like that orderly is an ass <laughs> yeah. like he's talking like that right by the patient like it doesn't matter what like what state they're in yeah or like morality level whatever (laughs) like they're a patient not only that but like i mean later they tell a campfire story about cropsy Mm -hmm. and it's i mean it's super weird because we'll just get we'll just we'll just spoil it because fuck this movie uh but Mm -hmm. once we get to the new camp todd our lead counselor turns out to be one of the boys who burned Cropsy. Mm-hmm. So he tells the campfire story about Cropsy to this camp of kids he's counseling. Uh-huh. You tell campfire stories about a thing you did? Right. Like, are you trying to turn it into a legend so that people don't realize that you did it? Like, it's it, it, it's truthfully what it is, is a very poorly written movie yeah. where they just wanted the twist of like, oh, and Todd was one of those kids and never thought about the consequences of, why would he be telling the story of Cropsy mm-hmm. if he's the one who burned Cropsy? Yeah. Because that gives the character a whole bunch of weird like angles. Like, oh, is he, what is he trying to do? It's like, oh, no, he's not trying to do anything. This script isn't smart enough for that. <laughs> he just, the, 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 that part of the movie just doesn't understand that the next part of the movie is going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's basically what's going on here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but when he tells the campfire story of Cropsy, he talks about how he, like, he was a fucking like a sadist. Mm-hmm. And he always carried shears with him. And he was, you know, terrifying and everything. But at the beginning, the boys are just like, this dude's such a dick. Like, fuck this guy. We're going to prank him. It seems more like he's a hard ass. Yeah. And then now what? Todd is like feeling guilty that they burned him. So he has to build him up to be this like horrifying monster of a man Mm -hmm. who used to terrorize us. Yeah. It's like, I didn't see. I mean, maybe he huffed gas, but he's not a drunk. Very different yeah, things, totally, Todd. Totally different things. <laughs> um, but yeah, again, it's it's like a weird shade of the character that probably was not intended at all. Yeah. Because they didn't even realize what they were fucking doing. Because <laughs> it's just bad stuff. Um, <clears throat> From top to bottom. The thing that <clears throat> like blew my mind, though, is the next moment when they're like, 
oh, Mr. Cropsey or whatever. Like the, the you know, they're basically just doing a, a <clears throat> voiceover mm-hmm. of all the like bad news that the doctors are giving him. Like, oh, the skin grafts didn't work and this, that and the other thing. Cropsey does not survive. Oh, yeah, like, right? If in, he doesn't get in skin reality, grafts, yeah. yeah, it's done so. Because then no new skin is growing back. Yeah. You can't live with just exposed tissue. Yeah, no. Like, he's dead. The movie dead. doesn't know what it's doing. He's fucking dead. Stupid <laughs> ass movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're basically just like, yeah, sorry, uh, you're a freak forever now. Nothing nothing modern medicine could do for you. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that those boys did it, but try not to linger on it. Yeah. And then they're like, go off. Mm-hmm. Go off into the world. No yeah. more we can do for you. Yeah. Just go try to live a life, you monster man. We're not going to get you, like, psych counseling or anything. Oh, no. Oh, no. no. It's the our, Yeah, our business is done here. <laughs> you can go home now, Mr. Cropsey. Like, it's absolutely insane. And it's like, wait. Like, is mm-hmm. the, this wasn't, like, a story or anything? Like, this didn't get out? You know, because it's like, yeah. like because the, the doctor specifically tell him to, like, forgive, forget, like, you yeah. know, it happened, and but there's no changing the past or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they know that, like, that someone did this to him. Yeah. And it's not a story at all. There's no, like, oh, the famous story of when Cropsey got it. Like, this man, mm-hmm. whatever his real name is, <laughs> James Cropsey or something, like, whatever it is, <laughs> you know, was, like, accosted by youths at a summer camp and burnt alive. But instead, he's a monster mm-hmm. because the movie needs a monster, yep. even though the story really doesn't make sense that way. Like, no, nope. he's a victim. Mm-hmm. He got burned by a bunch of punk ass kids. Yep. And then and then just kicked out to the streets. Yep. By you know? the hospital. Yeah. By the hospital this, and everything. This is and the story of the neglect shown by the American healthcare system. Failure of America. <laughs> this movie. <laughs> Um, I mean, it's, it's just really weird. Like, and, and not in a way where like, and then at the end I feel sympathy for Cropsey. Cause it's like, no, because then he immediately starts murdering and you're like, God damn it. Cause it's a movie. Yeah. He has to be murdering in mm-hmm. real life. He would probably just wind up dying in a gutter because nobody would ever talk to him and nobody would ever help him. Yeah. And he'd never find a place to live or a job or anything. And he would die in a gutter. Cause it's the eighties and you can't like work from home on a computer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so like, I mean, he would never even get a home because he would, he would like try to try to rent an apartment and he would show up and they would see him and they'd be like, ah! and they'd run for their lives and they'd call the police. This is true. Because he's a monster man. He is. Like you see him at the end and it's like, oh yeah, no, there's no normal life for this guy. How do you just kick him loose from your hospital? Mm-hmm. It's literally like taking the elephant man and being like, just go home, bud. Yeah. Just go home. Go live a life. Yeah. Like, I can't. I literally can't. <laughs> Society does not allow this. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, but it's also not a problem. Peace. Yeah. Boom. You're and healthy. Just leave. See you. Yeah. Like, it's, oh my God. It's so stupid. <laughs> I had no clue, honestly, where it was going other than like, okay, eventually it's going to get to another camp. But I was like, how is it not at the camp already? When he's like wandering the the city, and then he finds a hooker, mm-hmm. and then the hooker takes him home mm-hmm. to her home. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, she apparently. On what planet has any hooker ever been like? Let's go back to my place. <laughs> I want you to know where I live. Yeah, right. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Never, never in a billion years has that happened. Also, a quick side <laughs> note: nothing against the lady, but that was the worst hooker I've ever seen. Like, worst looking hooker I've ever seen <laughs> in a movie. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't go to too much trouble. But either way, yeah, she takes <laughs> home the murderer and and he murders her. Mm. And uh, and it happens. And all all I can sit there thinking is like. What is happening? 
what is going on? What is this movie going to be? Mm-hmm. Because it's a guy who got pranked by some kids and burnt alive. And then now he's a monster man who goes out and kills hookers. Yeah. What is that? What does one have to do with the other? And then Why it just, the and then it just goes away from that and never discusses that again. Yep. That entire sequence of him finding the hooker and then going home with her and then murdering her offers nothing to us in terms of characterization other than he's gross looking because she looks uh-huh. at him when the lights go on and she's like, oh, and then he murders her. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, we can kind of assume he's gross looking. We saw his arm earlier. Yeah. Uh, and this hooker adds nothing to the equation and it doesn't make any sense. Nope. Why he would suddenly kill hookers. Nope. <laughs> like, I... Unless he killed hookers before and he's like, you know what? Back to business. Yeah. <laughs> Hospital released me. I'm just going back to what I know how to do. Hookers got to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. These hookers aren't going to kill themselves. I mean, some of them might, but you know. Like, <laughs> just totally stupid. And he murders her and it fades to black for the second time in the first like 10 minutes of this movie. <laughs> yep. And I'm like, oh my God, just can we stop doing this? And the movie went, no, we will keep doing this. Uh, there, there are there's at least two or three more spots in my notes mm-hmm. where I just go like these fade outs are fucking killing me. Please stop. Like, please like stop. every scene faded out. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, oh, my God. At a why? certain point. I was like, just, just cut to the next scene. Are you that? <laughs> oh, it was infuriating, man. Um, <clears throat> so now we're at a different camp. Mm-hmm. Not even the same camp. No. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. <laughs> why? Why not? Why not ever be the same camp? That would make sense why Cropsy goes there. Uh-huh. In this one, it's a different camp and Cropsy shows up there uh-huh. for whatever reason. Yep. Uh, since he is a monster man and there's never a moment of talking to him or, you know, there's no Dr. Loomis to talk <laughs> for him. So we never know what his, you know, motive is mm-hmm. in all of this. The, the You know, the descriptor and our month might suggest that he's getting revenge for a prank gone wrong. But there's no indication that he knows that Todd is one of those kids. Yeah. And since he's coming to a different camp, it certainly doesn't feel like revenge. Mm-hmm. Maybe just... he just got lost. He thinks it's the same camp. <laughs> it's he, been five years. Yeah, he was in the hospital. He kills the last kid and then like looks up at the sign. And he's like, does that say? Oh, God. That's not, <laughs> this isn't Blackfoot. Yeah. Wrong Damn camp. What up, what up, what Iris out. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's, it's, the whole movie is nonsense. None of it makes sense. You never know why he's doing what he's doing. This movie infuriatingly takes forever mm-hmm. to get to another murder. Yep. To be a slasher movie and mm-hmm. to get to the next murder is literally like a half an hour. Yep. At least. Yep. There's like four fake outs. Mm-hmm. before they actually get to the next murder. And it is infuriating and it is boring <laughs> and it's not well done. So you're not even like titillated. You know, it was literally like a scene would start like, cause you know, they get to the camp and there's all these kids and blah, blah, blah. And they're, they're playing mm-hmm. baseball. Costanza shows up. Yeah, exactly. Jason <laughs> Alexander. Uh, and the ball goes into the woods and that girl whose name is tiger apparently. <laughs> or her nickname. Eighties. But the girl runs off into the woods, and then you get the, like, point of view, the slasher point of view, and it's getting closer to her, oh my goodness. And then she, you know, just walks out of mm-hmm. the woods, because they're just going to fake you out for now, like, ugh, yep. okay. And then you get introduced to all these other counselors, you know that they're all going to fucking die, so who gives a shit? <laughs> like, I was I was legit getting frustrated, because I was like, I, I, they keep talking in character names. I don't know who anyone is. Yeah. They keep referring to each other, and I'm like, I don't know who's who. Mm-hmm. This doesn't mean anything to me. I know who Tiger is. <laughs> yeah, like I'm. They were talking about 
young Fisher Stevens, his first movie role where he looks like a tiny little gangly little teenager. What was his name, though? Uh, Woodstock. Oh, that kid. Yeah. <laughs> they were talking about Woodstock and he was in the frame mm-hmm. and, it, and, and he wasn't like. You know, like reacting as though they were talking about him. So I didn't think that was him. I was like, okay, so then which one's Woodstock? And then later they're like, yeah, Woodstock over here. And I was like, what that one is? Fuck. I don't remember who any of these dipshits are. Like, God. But then they cut to, you know, oh, and then there's a girl going off to take a shower. Yep. And you're like, okay, fine. Okay, here we go. Here's a murder sequence. She's going to show her tits, of course. Yep. And then she's going to get murdered, of course. And then it's like, oh, no, it's yet another fake out. Mm-hmm. It's creepy Alfred. Staring mm-hmm. at her in the showers. A character who we're apparently supposed to feel bad for. Yeah. Uh, that does not work. No. You know what I mean? Like, it's <laughs> it's sort of a shame, like, that, you know, the beginning of this movie is marred by seeing that it's written and produced and all this shit by the Weinsteins. Mm-hmm. And then you get to a character like Alfred who's just, like, peeping in the showers like a creep. Mm-hmm. And the, in this movie, they're like, he's our one of our protagonists. You like that guy, right? And what? it's like, What? Why would you choose to make one of your lead characters like a creepy pervert? Yeah. And they're like, oh, is that not cool? Oh, shit. <laughs> I yeah. hope this doesn't come back on me in a couple decades. No, let's follow David instead. He's like the only one that can act. Yeah, really? That's that's <laughs> the craziest part, too, is that like once you're standing there on set, like especially with the script, this dog shit, yeah. where there's like nothing going on and who gives a shit. Once you're sitting there on set and you're filming with and like no offense to the guy who plays Alfred. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause he's like, he's fine. Yeah. And there's certain moments that are actually okay. It's just that the character is so gross mm-hmm. and there's kind of nothing more to him than that. He's like, I'm a loser and no one likes me. And I stare at girls in the show. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Oh, just, Oh great. He just like stares in general. Yeah, He <laughs> just stares at everybody. And there's moments when like murders are happening around him. And I'm like, is he smiling right now? Mm-hmm. Why does he seem so psyched? That yeah. people are getting murdered. Like, is, is this about something? And in the end, it's like, no, Mm-mm. he's just a fucking weirdo and I don't like him. But how do you get on set with like a, a stupid character like Alfred and then Jason Alexander mm-hmm. rolls up first movie he's ever done and he's given you the stuff that he's given you and you don't go like, fuck this. Yeah. Pivot moment. This is the dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you gotta, especially... When when you look at the script and you're, you're not wrecking anything beautiful no. by tearing it apart and, and switching some things around. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah, just fucking change it up and make him or, or make him Todd. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the guy who plays Todd or like lead guy is just bland, milk toast white guy. You know, there's nothing about that dude that stood out to mm-hmm. me. He's very much just like, I am the counselor guy. Yep. And I am sort of a nice guy sometimes, even though you won't punish Alfred. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like the first scene when, when, when who, which is the girl, is it Karen? Sure. Who, yeah, the, all the names all fucking go together in the <laughs> end. But the one girl is just, you know, reaming him about the fact that like, yeah, he's in the fucking shower. Yeah. What, what, are you going to do something? And he's like, I'll, I'll deal with it. It's like Todd. Eat yeah. a dick. Fucking Seriously. reprimand this dude. Send him home. Yeah, right. You know, like I, th- that was another thing that would too. Solve is that everyone's problem here? Right. I truthfully do not understand summer camp culture at all. Uh, you know, me because like at a certain point, like the girls want Alfred gone because he's a creep, mm-hmm. and then Alfred confesses to Todd that he's like, I don't even want to be here. And I'm like, then fucking why is he? Mm-hmm. I don't Just understand it. Like, send uh, him home. Then he gets to go home. Yeah, and then... and, and he's not creeping on girls in the shower. Yeah. Camps are weird. Camps are very weird. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and then, honestly, there is like, looking through my notes, it must be a like 
30 minute stretch of just dumb camp shit mm-hmm. and like not even particularly funny like if this if this was as funny as it could be in the camp sections mm-hmm. then i think i might have even liked the movie of like okay so mm-hmm. it's got cheesy horror movie slashes and this like dumb backstory for some like monster murderer man but really the showcase is like fun summer hijinks at camp yeah but instead it's just dopey shit and like horrible examples of the culture mm-hmm. like eddie and his and his girlfriend wait oh was that and, karen and glazier glazer yeah glazer yeah and, those and two were, were pretty awful <sighs> it was just the fact that she specifically says sometimes he really scares me mm-hmm. and i'm like man it is fucked up that in this world that that apparently was not the like so i don't contact him anymore yeah. That that's not the next sentence. Yeah. That, that it's like sometimes he really scares me. Really? The word really is in there. Mm-hmm. And she's still like, but I don't know. I kind of still like him but sometimes. But sometimes I still like him. Yeah. Like, girl, this is an abusive relationship. Yeah, this is fucked up. You need to run. Yeah, it's super strange. <laughs> and I also never quite understood those things either because it's like these kids aren't counselors, right? Those kids? Those kids were not. The the girl that was well, one of one the of one the, with todd the one right the one that's with todd is is the counselor. other counselor right yeah. but the other ones are just people at this camp yeah they're just older kids at the camp okay so it's like okay so like what like really what are their relationships do mm-hmm. they know each other in real life yeah <laughs> and not just camp life is this just camp love camp lust do they know each other from like back home yeah do they know each other's last names they're all from the same rich neighborhood (laughs) yeah or at least a bunch of them are so they they all get sent to the same camp yeah that's yeah exactly i don't i don't know i don't know any of the specifics about their relationships because the movie doesn't know any of the specifics (laughs) about their relationships uh but either way all that stuff is happening and i'm like just get to the fucking murdering and then there's another fucking fake out with Woodstock where he's like, oh, I left my vitamins back in the cabin. Mm-hmm. And he's going back. I'm like, okay, so he's going to be the first to go. He's yep. going to finally get it when they come back here. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, no, it's not Cropsy. It's, uh, it was it Todd? Yeah. I don't even remember. Yeah. doesn't matter, though. It's not the murderer again. Nope. And it's just like, Jesus fuck, this movie is taking its time to get to a murder. Yep. So here in my notes, I wrote another near miss. God damn it, movie. Something needs to happen. Seriously. Like soon. Like, no. <laughs> and, then, and then, of course, it's like, okay, fine. Something will happen. They're going to go on their canoeing trip. And there's going to be a long sequence of like fancy banjo canoe music mm-hmm. as they like, dingle, 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 as they as they have their fun in their canoes. Yeah, they paddle down the river and splash each other. And... Yeah, other than depressed looking out. Alfred, he was just like, mm, he's not happy about it, but well, he's still doing it. Yeah, he doesn't know how to swim, so. Yeah, I mean, that definitely doesn't help. Yeah, um, it seems like something that should be required for yeah, summer camp. Yeah, honestly, that was another crazy thing. This is like, wait a minute, so there's this kid who doesn't want to be here and also doesn't know how to swim. Why is he out at this dock in his bathing suit? Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to be here and he can't enjoy this activity. Yeah. And all that's going to happen is someone's going to knock him in and maybe he's going to drown. And then you're going to have another murderer coming after you, Todd. You're going to have two (laughs) separate revenge murderers trying to come and murder you because you're not paying attention to the kids that you're dealing with, man. Get your shit together, Todd. Todd, you are a murderer magnet. (laughs) Um... And yeah, and that's the sequence where Todd now tells the story of Cropsy. And that's when I figured out that it was Cropsy and not 
Grimesy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I just wrote down campfire stories are so dopey. Mm-hmm. It's such a dopey thing. Like you know, it's <laughs> fake. Yeah. You know, like what? And then, and then the like, and then someone's gonna spook you at the end. Like this is for children. Yeah. You know, like the fact that Jason Alexander's character is like was gotten enough that when they <laughs> when they spook them all with Eddie wearing the like fake mask and stuff that he goes like, "Oh, you motherfucker!" <laughs> like he really, really spooked him. Yeah. And I was like, dude, it was a stupid kids campfire story, and then your dumb friend popped out in a rubber mask. Are you serious, bro? Yeah. This is for like five and six year old kids like and then you tell the spooky story and then oh no there's a wolf near you like that's the only level of kid that could get like actually maybe up to like nine yeah let's say up to like nine years old maybe those kids are falling for it (laughs) but like once you get to teenagers and these like young adults Mm -hmm. you clear you should not be a part of this this is like really stupid (laughs) i mean he did have a seemingly real butcher knife i mean i'm assuming it wasn't that's my assumption. I mean, uh, but either way, I, like it was a it was a super fake looking mask. I don't know. <laughs> Did you Todd had an axe at one point? At the end, right? He gets yeah. the axe when he's chasing the bad guy because he needs to. He where, need to axe him. Where did, where did he get it from? I don't know. I don't even know where they are at the end of this movie. <laughs> That's very true. It is so confusing because like they go on this canoe trip and then they like go to sleep and when they wake up. All the canoes are gone. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what? So it was Karen. Right. But it, but you know, did she get murdered there? She did. Oh, yes. yeah, that's right. I wrote, I wrote, Karen deserves better than this dipshit Eddie. Yeah. Uh, and then now they're skinny dipping, ready for the murdering. Mm-hmm. And then what? Cropsy stole her clothes? Why? Yeah. And then, yeah, and then she does get murdered, which then, which brought me to a question that is just another sign of how poorly written this shit is and just how stupid and how none of it makes any sense at all so cropsy gets pranked by a group of young men mm-hmm. who burn him alive in his shed and leave him to be dead and and then he goes to the hospital and gets released and he's a madman now yes so he goes out and he murders a bunch of young women yep what the fuck is this movie what are you doing what are you <laughs> like it's... he just cropsy must kill apparently but that's just the thing is especially considering the way they described it on imdb <laughs> about like and then he goes after the kids responsible and it's like he absolutely does not imdb is wrong he doesn't try to go after the those people <laughs> at all in fact he kills random women mm-hmm. for no reason simply because mm-hmm. You need to kill women in these movies yep. beca- if you're a hack piece of shit producer writer yep. who just goes like, that's what the people are looking for. Yep. Booze yeah, and that's blood. What, that's what they want. You suck. You are not making art here. You are making garbage. Mm-hmm. Uh, burning garbage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it also just doesn't make any fucking sense to me why Cropsey steals these canoes. It doesn't make any sense to me why Cropsey's doing any of this. Yeah. But specifically, he's like, okay, so does he know that Todd was one of the counselors or one of the kids who who burnt him alive. I don't know. No way to know. Cropsy yeah. never speaks, and there's nope. and the only like there's a moment where like Todd like remembers, mm-hmm. and it goes to a flashback of the like lead kid asking everyone if they're ready, and then it shows the one that they didn't show us at the beginning, mm-hmm. where he goes like, "Are you ready, Todd?" And he's like, "I guess so." And it's like, oh, so now we know that. Does mm-hmm. anybody else? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> Completely like useless to the story just to let us know that there was a twist here. Yeah. That we didn't see coming, I guess. Yeah. Just I... stupid. But like, why is he 
why is he attacking Todd's kids? You know, like what he, mm. he's the counselor and these are the kids. Like, is that it? He's getting revenge by going after the people he's supposed to be in charge of? Because Todd doesn't ever really like grieve that. He's never mm. like, oh, I was in charge. Yeah. I shouldn't have <laughs> let them die. He's really just like, people are dying. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't really act like a counselor too no. much. But he takes the canoes. Glazer blames Alfred just because, of course, there has to be, like, infighting. Mm -hmm. Like, you fucking did this, didn't you, you fuck? Yeah. It was like, why would he... Yeah, like, why would he do that? The canoes are the only thing he could use to get home. He can't swim. Yeah. (laughs) They said it's like a three-mile hike through dense forest to get back to camp. Yeah. So it's like, okay. So then they go ahead and they build a raft to go to try and find the canoes. In record time, might I add. Yeah, that was a hell of a raft. They gave up looking for those canoes real quick oh yeah they're like where are the canoes they're not where we left them well they're gone forever anyway everyone spread out but while you spread out also grab sticks and branches and shit oh yeah because we're we're building a raft raft. because the canoes are gone (laughs) we've already come to the realization (laughs) we are very pessimistic those canoes are gone um and then comes the scene that i honestly can't believe that people praise how great it is like it's the only thing cool about it is that rarely does a horror movie do a like massacre in the middle of a movie. Yeah. You know, where they kill like a bunch of characters at once, mm-hmm. but literally like the entire four man raft of characters, which includes Woodstock and Eddie and a, and a couple of the girls whose names all get interchangeable because they don't actually get any character moments. Mm-hmm. They're just like girl in the background girl who says a line yeah. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but like, they all get murdered because they find the canoe and they're like, oh, my God. And then they take forever to paddle over to it. Mm-hmm. This movie really knows how to pad out its runtime with swimming and, and paddling. Yep. It takes forever and it makes like fake suspense because you're like, get there. Oh, my God. Get to the boat. This isn't suspenseful. Oh. This is just boring. <laughs> yeah. You're just like paddle faster. <laughs> like, it, like it literally I was just like cut mm-hmm. for fuck's sake. Cut. This is not fun. This is not suspenseful. This is not interesting. Just get cut until they're closer, please. God, yes. just yeah. do it. Uh, and they get to the boat and then immediately Cropsy pops out and murders all of them with the shears. Mm-hmm. And it's all terrible. All of it. I don't understand. I've seen so much praise and people being like, it is Tom Savini's masterpiece. What? And I'm like, what? That fake rubber hand whose fingers get cut off? The, yeah. the the torso under Eddie's head that clearly doesn't match and is just his head sitting on top of fake shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it immediately looks fake. Oh, absolutely. Because he, he's not sitting on it right. Like, it, mm-hmm. the, the whole thing looks so bad. Like, every single uh, installment of Friday the 13th has better effects than that. And, I mean, Tom <laughs> Savini worked on some of those, so mm-hmm. it's like, oh, he got better. Yeah. Uh, but, like, literally, even the worst ones, every single <laughs> effect is better than that scene. All of them. I yeah, literally, I possibly have not seen worse in something that wasn't like made for TV. You know what I mean? Or like, or or one of those just like real garbage o mm-hmm. movies where it was like some guy got a hold of a couple of camcorders yeah, and he this made is a like movie a straight to video. Yeah, this is straight to somebody's video. Not even the the whole world. Yeah. <laughs> Someone just made this and watches it themselves. This lives on YouTube with three views. <laughs> exactly. Those kinds of movies. That's the only thing this is better than. <laughs> Pretty much. It's, it was terrible. It was really terrible. But I mean, I'll, I'll, I won't harp on it too much. It's just terrible. Uh, <laughs> so, so you got a whole bunch of people who are fucking murdered and it's like, okay, that's 
a little bit interesting. Mm-hmm. It kind of made like it, it, it in terms of runtime versus body count, it like helps the average, mm-hmm. but it doesn't make up for 40 minutes of nothing earlier <sighs> at all. Seriously. Uh, and then Glazer and Sally go have sex mm-hmm. uh, and he's a two pump chump and Sally's disappointed. And I was like, that's funny. Rightfully so. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how funny the movie wants it to be, but that's the funniest thing it's done this whole time is that this piece of shit is terrible is and she's all? disappointed. Yeah, right? That was, oh man. Like, I'm surprised that he didn't like freak out and try to murder her. Seriously. For saying that. Like, mm-hmm. don't you ever say that? <laughs> like, that's, that's the kind of guy he seemed like. Um, yes. Yeah. And I was like, all right. And then Glazer says he's coming right back. So I'm like, so it's murder time. Mm hmm. And then Sally's the one who gets murdered first. I and I was like, God damn it. At least Glazer does get it immediately afterwards. Mm-hmm. But I was like, that's not fair. He said he'd be right back. He's yeah. the one who's supposed <laughs> to die. Don't you know the rules? <laughs> damn it, movie. Uh, that's why you're so terrible. You you're not following the rules. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, and then and then Glazer's death scene, also terrible. Mm-hmm. The, like he's lifting him off the I mean, for one, you could barely understand what was happening. It was like, okay, so the shears shears go into him and he lifts him off the ground. And then it looked like he was going to pin him to a tree, but then he he doesn't or he wasn't going to. I don't even know. It Uh, looked horrible as well. Yeah. Uh, And and then, like you said about like uh, (laughs) the blood being too red, it looked like he had like cherry pie coming out of his mouth. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, God, I ate this pie too fast. My stomach hurts. That's what he looked like. like, like (laughs) Not so much getting murdered. Yeah. They just went to the store, bought a can of cherry pie filling. (laughs) Exactly. Just just crammed it in his mouth. Here, chew it a little bit. So it's, you know, the cherries are mushed up and then just let it run from your mouth. Totally. And while Glazer's getting killed, Alfred sees it because he just wanders around in this movie, mm-hmm. you know, and, and he sees the murder happening and he looked thrilled to me. Yeah. I just wrote down. I was like, what the fuck is Alfred's deal? He seemed so happy that the murderer is here. I mean, I think he he was maybe slightly happy. That Glazer was dead? Yes. Which I understand. That guy was a dick. Yeah, that guy sucked. But then you got to know that you're next. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you're right there and you're watching it. And also, look at you. You're scrawny as fuck. Yeah, you're definitely going to get murdered. <laughs> uh, and he runs off. Doesn't he run off to tell people like that the murderer's here? And then Todd gets like hit in the head. And mm-hmm. then Alfred runs off and then it cuts away from that for a while. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I hope whenever we get back to that, it gets more interesting. It does not. No. It somehow gets less interesting because then it cuts to uh, the rest of the campers mm-hmm. who are like waiting for them to come back. Yeah. And they see the raft and then they swim out to the raft. Another sequence that takes like 10 minutes to swim out to the raft just to find the corpses. Mm hmm. And then they all start freaking out. Yep. And then came like the one scene that I thought was fun and interesting in one of these kinds of movies. Because I feel like usually it's always like there's somebody murdering people, but people are disappearing Mm -hmm. and nobody knows. And it's like, well, is it really, you know, like nobody's like terrified. You know, think Mm -hmm. like uh, like Cause and Sorority Row, Mm -hmm. where nobody knew they were getting stalked because the only ones who knew were murdered. And then, you know, you're just like, what's going on? Yeah, where did they go? Yeah, so the fact that, like, the entire camp finds the corpses. Yeah. There's that one scene of just, like, everyone in camp being like, we're all going to fucking die. 
Mm-hmm. And that never happens. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, you know, in the Friday the 13th movie, some counselors get killed off, but rarely do the kids mm-hmm. or anyone else really ever have an inkling that there's a murderer coming. Like, <laughs> he's coming for us. You know, so it's like, I kind of liked that. And then that's all that that is. That is. It's immediately yep. then jumped over and they go back to fucking Todd and Alfred just running around the woods, mm-hmm. chased by Cropsy mm-hmm. until they wind up in what IMDb told me is like an abandoned mill or something those like rock the the like the 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 ruins that <laughs> mm-hmm. they stumble upon yeah it's literally just like a place that the production found and they were like yeah let's just shoot it here what? it's like what does it mean though like where yeah. is this i don't understand mm-hmm. like when the, when the, when alfred just like winds up there mm-hmm. i'm like where is he yeah. What is this? Is this Cropsy's hideout or something? Like, no. It's like, is this uh, is this the ruins of that other camp? Yeah. No. No. It is just a place. Ugh. Like, it's so lazy. It's so lame. And you're just like, and then this is where the finale will happen because we are out of film and money. This is where we shoot the ending. Like you couldn't, you couldn't even try to go back to that original camp. Yeah. Right. Or do do just do anything like thematically relevant other than just like here's a place yeah like this is in the woods yeah like we've never been here before i don't know what it is yeah (laughs) they're just like like, who cares mine shaft what yeah right there's a mine shaft and carts and stuff and it's like what i why are we here movie (laughs) did you take a wrong turn are we (laughs) we virginia now were we supposed to be somewhere else movie (laughs) oh movie you just did not have (laughs) did not have the the like the guts to turn around and then cropsy's got a flamethrower because yeah because of course he's like i hate fire so i'll make you hate fire Mm -hmm. i'll fight you with fire that should probably terrify me but whatever (laughs) <laughs> but you burned me, so now, yes, I'll, now I'll threaten burn you. you. Threaten to burn. Yeah, because he never actually goes through with it. And yeah. again, it's like, okay, that maybe is a tiny bit of like uh, uh, proof towards him knowing who Todd is. Mm-hmm. But still, no. there's never a confirmation. It could just be that he's like, I want to use fire this time. Yeah, or like... Because hey, none of this I matters. I found this. Yeah, isn't this neat? I want to use it to kill people. Totally. Um. <clears throat> yeah, and he tries to murder them with the flamethrower. He, like, pins Alfred's arm to the wall with the shears, but it doesn't, like, actually stab him with it. Yeah. He's just kind of like... Because he's got scrawny arms. Yeah, his arms are too scrawny. Like, oh, I missed. And then Todd and Cropsy fight, and then Alfred frees himself and stabs Cropsy with the shears. Uh Uh-huh. And then, of course, he gets the, like, last, like, oh, I'm back for a moment kind of thing. And then Todd Mm. axes him in the face. Mm Mm-hmm. And I wrote down, Cropsy comes back, Todd axes him in the face. Alfred burns him alive. Are we fucking done here? Yeah. Can <laughs> I we was leave now? so done when this movie ended. I had so little like interest in it. I, I, I was like, I want to be doing anything else now that it's over. I don't even want to sit and reflect on it. Like we will reflect on it when we talk about it. Mm-hmm. But I have no desire. Like normally when I finish one of these movies, I'll go and like read up on it. Yeah. You know, and this was like sort of last second reading up on it just to make sure <laughs> that we like had shit to talk about because I was just like, I oh my God, this was so yeah. bad, so can we, cheap, can so we lame. Not? This is done. Yeah, I wanted it to be over uh even sooner than it was. But Wait, I mean, again though really could have been condensed into like 
I don't know. It it shouldn't have happened. This it, movie didn't this even. Sh- this movie did not deserve to exist. Just take all of Jason Alexander's parts, <laughs> put them together into a little like camp short. Yeah, make right. it make sense somehow. Silly old Dave at the camp. There you go. A short film. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> That's all you need. Done. Honestly, oh man. I mean, Oscar. B- but I will say though. I mean, I, I I guess I'll put it this way. I I'm sort of like grateful to this movie. For taking all of the brunt of this month. Where mm. it was like, oh, okay, yeah, we got Joyride, pretty good. We had House on Sorority Row, not that bad. We had Scare Campaign, kind of shitty, but all right. Yeah. And then there was this that was just like, oh, but this one was garbage. This one was bad all the way through. Nothing yeah. nothing real good for it. It's like, well, at least it wasn't like four straight of like, meh. It was like, we got some good. Yeah. And then this one just took all of it. Took yeah. all of the shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this was... <laughs> Oh boy. Very this was a very unbalanced month. Yeah. It, it you know and honestly a tiny bit I have no clue if it would have been any better, but all I can think of was like man, it's a shame that we made the decision we did because we were like we're between this movie or I think a movie called Pledge Night. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, but Pledge Night takes place at college, kind of like Sorority Row. So let's do a summer camp one. Yeah. It's like shit. Should've Maybe we should have chosen Yeah, we should have chosen. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, but I think that is going to wrap up this week and this month on Popcorn for Dinner. Um, at the very least, it, all of the movies fit. <laughs> yep. You know, like they, they all did what we needed them to. Is, they all fit our, our, our like super random and off the cuff theme mm-hmm. that thankfully we were able to complete. It was sort of a, a, a little bit of a challenge, but still fun. Definitely fun. Uh, no clue where we're going with it next month, but that's a problem for next month. And by next month, I mean next week. But, you know, you know, come on. Uh, but this is Jeff. And Kelly. A fucking Big Mac overdone. Overdone.